What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Friday night. That means the crew, well, two-thirds of the crew, is here. And uh, as you can see, no Big King he is out on assignment. His assignment this weekend, gentlemen, is Cameron Indoor Stadium. Have you ever been? I, I have been. Have you been big ball? Well, no. you, you've never, you, you went to Michigan State, didn't go to a football game. So I, why am I even I, I, don't, go, I don't go to sporting events. <laughs> yeah, I just tailgate. I just tailgate. I was going to say, how many sporting events has Big Ball's actually been to in his life? Uh, in college, probably about like good amount of hockey games. Okay. Uh, but in terms of basketball, I went to one half against Rutgers, and we uh, were <laughs> leading at thirty at half, so I left. And zero football games. Well, there you go. Yeah, he went to a a school in Michigan State that's got one of the most iconic head coaches in in all of sports. Uh, you were there in like the heyday yep. of of the Spartan football program, mm-hmm. and you went to a half of a game altogether. So you know, there you go. Derek Stevens, Wilbo, aka Big Balls, in the house, fresh off of a Super Bowl. Uh, man, it was a uh, it was a uh, an interesting interesting game, and we'll get to it in just a moment. But I, I do want to go back. Just one game in Cameron, multiple. How many? I actually, I never saw a game. Yes, if I if I was ever there. Oh, so you've been inside it? <laughs> yes, oh, I I've have. done that before too. I, I was inside. I was there watching it, watching uh, um, a baseball game. Oh, actually, okay. and I had a chance between innings to go check it out. So that's what I did. So I, uh, my sister is ten years older than me. So she played lacrosse at Notre Dame, and they used to always go to Duke. It had this like Duke North Carolina tournament, and I was a Duke fan growing up. Grant Hills from the D.C. area, so I gravitated towards him, and they were really good. So, uh, so yeah, I, I bumped into like Steve Wojciechowski at a basketball at a at a at a, <laughs> at a baseball game, coincidentally enough. But yeah, I did the same thing. I've never been to a Duke basketball game in Cameron, but I have been to a Duke football game. A um, mm. little bit different atmosphere, uh, just just slightly different. It was cold. That was actually the last sporting event I went to prior to. The pandemic was a football game at Duke. Think about this. You never went to a Michigan State game. You lasted a half of a basketball game. And Tim Murray and Sean King are flying all over the country just to go to a game. Yeah, we do do that. Yeah, we're a little a little crazy. All right, let's get to the Super Bowl. We were high atop stadium swim. Uh, big balls, let's start with you. I mean, that scene was fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the halftime show, people nope. dancing around, shooting off fireworks. Me and Sean are about to go on halftime. 
And we, I gave we, you a warning. We've got I gave no, you a warning. No, we've got the headsets on, and both of us have one ear off and turned over because we're just trying to watch the halftime show. And as soon as Eminem hits the stage, they're like, "You're on." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> damn!" Um, but it was great. And I'll say this: right before we we uh, we threw it back to the studio, I saw out of my eyes fireworks were going off. I was like, "All right, let's throw it back, guys." So uh, it, it looked incredible. Uh, all in all, pretty uh, good day, I would say. All in all, I mean, obviously, this is only our second Super Bowl that we've ever, you know, be able to have at Stadium Swim. But I, I think it blew everyone's expectations out of the water, including mine. I knew it was going to be a great time. I uh, couldn't have been happier how it went. I think, you know, we ended up selling every single piece of real estate we had. Uh, and, you know, we knew we were going to do that going into the day. But the beautiful weather that oh, we man. had, and you know, it was perfect. The, the, the vibe of the crowd and everyone just happy and singing along to the halftime show. That was great. It was a phenomenal game, you know, in my opinion. And uh, it was awesome. I, that's, Could that's, have been a little more phenomenal. Yeah. Just, you know, Aaron Donald, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we vote, guys. Maybe we vote. I don't know. Hold a thought here. What if we vote for the MVP of the Super Bowl, you know, when the game ends? I mean, that, that could be a fun thing to do. Yeah. I, get on, I get on the airwaves Sunday night. And there were some beats that I took, and it is what it is. But I'm thinking, okay, at very least, Matthew Stafford's going to get MVP. Plus 140, but maybe 14 to 1's coming home in Aaron Donald. I mean, Cooper Cup was good, but, man, that was, when I saw that, it was just like, ugh. Because I had minus three first half. Johnny Hecker drops a snap. We push on that one. Uh, under under nine and a half first quarter. All we had to do was just <laughs> run out the clock. Tough. We get ten. So yeah, you know, not that I not that I brought it up at all on the show. Overall, book wise, book wise, handle was through the roof. I mean, now now all the numbers are out, but uh, but the right on Super Bowl blew away. I mean, obviously all Nevada records and, and things like that around the country. All kinds of records for us. Circus Sports. Uh, uh, the records were uh, were all beaten as well. It was it was uh, it was just a terrific day. The only thing that that um, <clears throat> you know our book was a little bit different mm-hmm. with was that uh, we were in a position um, by about 11 a.m. Uh, where we needed the Rams and well we needed the Rams all week. But then at 11 uh, a.m. Uh, I texted with Matt Metcalf. I go so what do you, what do you want to do on the position now? Because we took that seven-figure break right. that just put us in a worse position. With the Bengals on the spread, right? Bengals plus, plus four, four and a half, half yeah. right. And then uh, Matt said, hey, let's give it a couple hours. Um, we're going to move to a four. And uh, at that point in time, South Point moved to five. A couple offshores moved to five. And uh, we thought, okay, let's see what we, what we can get back organically. And, you know, we took like a half a million back in like the next half hour. So we kind of hung tight right there. But we went in long on the ramps, and uh, yeah, we, we didn't get it. So that was uh, that was something unique to our book and the position Matt took. And he goes, um, "You willing to take the position?" I said, "If you are, let's go." Yeah. Well, break it down for the people because the Rams do win, but they don't cover. And yet the the statistics all come out, and Nevada cleaned up. I think the yeah. the hold was like was it eight point seven percent, something like that. So ultimately, you guys won. How? I think people want to know, like, okay, we've heard all week that the books were getting a lot of public money. You came on our show right before kickoff. You said, we need the Rams big time. They don't cover, but they do win. Was the fact that they won, was that, if they if the Bengals had won the game, would Nevada have lost? Um, the, if the Bengals had won the game, it would not have been a great thing for the state. It certainly would have been worse for us. 
but but uh, the uh, favorite winning and not covering is generally a good position. Right. Um, you know the uh, the majority of Bengals Bengals um, betters took Bengals money line mm-hmm. or took Bengals plus four and a half for X units and the money line as well. You know, there's a little bit of an element of that. Right. So uh, certainly if the Bengals would have, uh, I mean, heck, they're within uh, one first down of a, of a field goal attempt to go to overtime there, you know, um, and it would have gone over. I know. It, that that would have forced the over. If the uh, over had hit, it would have <laughs> just been the worst betting day probably of my life. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, but, um, but uh, the dog covering and not winning is generally on the house side in a big game a pretty good – Pretty good situation. Derek Stevens, big balls in studio, as they always are on Fridays. Do you remember what we what Banksy bet, Sean, last week? Because Mattress Mac, right? We we joked that Mattress Mac, he made all his bets and he lost again. Oh, poor Mattress Mac. Uh, he lost again because he took Bengals on the money line. And we, I believe, it was Banksy and you. We all bet Sean, but was it with the points or was it money line? It was money line. It was money line. It was money line. In my memory, I believe it was money line. Okay. Yeah. Sean's wisened up a little bit on some of those because, like, early on, I was getting some cigar bets with him, just great <laughs> odds on my hand. I was just, I was like, no, just take a money line. He's like, okay, yeah. So hey, uh, hey, I have a question for you. I'm gonna like, we didn't talk about this on a text, but is it true that the last 16 quarterbacks that made their debut in their first or second year of their career mm-hmm. that went to the Super Bowl have never gone back to a Super Bowl the rest of their career like the like the whole like like the most famous of course is Dan Marino no Ben Roethlisberger he that was his second year in the league and he went back so what's the what's the what's the stat or what's the thing going on on Twitter right I'm not now sure. that that someone like Joe Burrow when they go to the Super Bowl, That's they've never early. come back. They've never huh. made it back. I heard it was 16. If they're 16 in a row, Burrow will be the 17th if this happens in we'll his get career. Our, we'll get our crack research All right. uh, team on we that. we got the best ever behind yeah, we got Aaron Oster back there. He's working on it. He's, uh, he's tirelessly working on it. So when you guys posted the futures book for next year, any early action uh, out there? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we had a little bit uh, – Obviously, Rams and Bengals are, uh, are are the two because we had a lot of Rams and Bengals fans here. Sure, you know, so we knew we knew that money would come in. Um, people like to make their play before they hit the bricks out of, out of Vegas. Uh, but I, after that, um, it's pretty well spread out, to be honest. Not a lot of Green Bay action. Just similar to what you would think on a game over the course of last year, where you're waiting to hear COVID news or. or no one, no one, no one's going to bet Green Bay until they know what's going to go on with Aaron Rodgers. So. Well, I think I think he's coming back. I, I do. I mean, now with the quarterback, you know, coach that they brought. By the way, crack research program uh, team came back with the answer. Uh, I was right. You were right. Ben Roethlisberger won his debut, so he got it back. Last sixteen quarterbacks to lose their debut was it in the first two years, Aaron? To lose their first Super Bowl, never made it back. That's amazing. Yeah. So, sorry, Joe. How did you figure that out that quickly? We can't see behind the camera. It's amazing. These producers at V-Sitter are unbelievable. We actually have, like, a 25-man research. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Also, breaking news, Banksy is watching the show, and he did confirm that he took Rams' money line, just so everyone's aware. 
Isn't Banksy with his future in-laws right now? Correct. And he's yeah, watching he, our yeah, show. He's on the show. He just he just trying think to about that. Banksy gets engaged on Thursday next thing you know, first week and hey, I need a weekend off and go go see the in-laws. We miss and you, he, Banksy. And he's watching the nightcap. So, you know, that's uh that's by the way, uh before we go to break, we got twenty seconds. Bengals Rams split at stadium swim, what would you say? Honestly, I I think there were just more just fans, fans, fans in general. I did see one dude rocking a Tiger Bengal suit. Yes, yes, and there's a lot of there's a lot of Joey buffs. There's a lot of buffs out there too. <laughs> it was 70-30 in the book here. 70-30, 70-30 Bengals. Yeah, which was surprising, but it is the nightcap. The crew hanging out. No Sean King tonight. A future Cameron crazy in the works. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, hey I want to I mention something here. You know you know how much I like doing a live read? I know. And uh, you step in. I would tell you, I, I would love I love the fact that Bill 80's landing these sponsors. And, and I'm a big, big supporter of our sponsors in here. But I would tell you, 
I could not read that without laughing. <laughs> I'm just, just, don't smell like an ashtray. I come in after having a smoke. I'm like, oh, God. He, 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 took, a, he took a turn and looked at me when like, that happened. I did this. Like, like, I love the sponsor. I love the product. It's a great product. But but you, yeah. you wouldn't be a true salesman of it. I no, I would. I, 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 I might be. I might be good, but it probably wouldn't be. I'd mean, probably be lousy. Uh, Derek Stevens and Big Balls in studio with me, Sean King, uh, on assignment in Durham, North Carolina, catching uh, catching the Blue Devils against Florida State. Uh, we will have with uh, the NBA on their All Star break. By the way, I'm curious, Derek. I see a lineup. Uh, Team LeBron minus five and a half. A total of three twenty one and a half. What will the action be like for the NBA All-Star game? Uh, it'll be modest. It'll yeah. be modest. I mean, at 321, uh, you know, you can't you can't bring anybody out like, oh, I really feel really feel strong on the under. My numbers the, tell know. me the over on uh... like what are you gonna do? I mean, this the you know, obviously uh some of uh, some of our big leagues that we love so much um struggle to put on a worthy all-star all-pro event. I mean I mean the 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 all pro game here was really something. I mean, it was just, yeah. it was stunning. And uh, I mean, hockey kind of came up with something new this year, which was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the major league baseball all-star game is still a baseball game. Exactly. So I, I think that that major league baseball is number one out of the four. Um, but NBA, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. Yeah. I mean, basketball, I don't know. I, I've gotten over the years of complaining about all-star games. They are what they are. And, and for the NBA, I mean, Look, they're not gravitating towards me anymore. Like when I was in high school, I loved All Star Saturday. It was the best thing to watch. It was the three point. It still is the dunk contest. I don't watch it anymore, but hey, I mean, there are eighteen year olds out there that are very interested in in watching the dunk contest. I, I got a question though. Like how, how, these NBA players got to feel you know a little upset that they have to go to Cleveland. When, when you know the Pro Bowl and the NHL all was Vegas. in Vegas, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, I feel like if I was that much, like I'm not going to Cleveland. I'm just I'm opting out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Make it back. Uh, let's make it in Vegas. Let's make it in. Uh, let's make it in, in Maui. Uh, yeah. we're, we're good. You know. So, uh, hey, can we talk I mean, a little got, hockey? Sure. You got Cleveland in February. <laughs> Cleveland in February. Yeah. I know. I would. By the way, hockey. I was very upset this morning. Uh, the Swedes bowed out, only needed one stop. Top of the fifth in uh, in the shootout. Russia scored, won it later on in the shootout. By the way, can we stop that? I, shootouts determining gold medals. I mean, that I mean, wasn't a gold medal game, but I don't know. I mean, the USA, yeah. But, uh, yeah, what hockey you want to hit on? Well, Golden we, we post, yeah, of course, we want to talk Golden Knights. Ironically, um, and this is not always the case, but, but the Golden Knights was our most heavily wagered event of the evening and at hometown. Uh, I and there's guess. just not a lot. I mean, not knocking the Knights. You got the King coming up, but you know, you look at it, the premier basketball game of the night is Maryland, Nebraska. Yeah. The most amount of most, most volume <laughs> on any, on any event today was, uh, was Kings Knights. Um, and we posted a prop today. Prop got massive action. So let me ask you which way you think everybody bet. Okay. It's a pretty simple prop. You know, in, in Vegas, if you're not from Vegas, Vegas is uh, a little bit excited about Jack Eichel. You know, this is the second game. So we posted a prop. Straightforward. Will Jack Eichel score a goal tonight? Okay. Which way do you think everybody wins? Yes. 
I think the ticket count might have been like 500 to one. Yeah, I mean, of course it's yes. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, oh my God, it 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 went to a heavy favor. It's unbelievable. Did it go odds on? I, I think this is unbelievable. You know, and they shifted up the lines today. So the line, the line today, it's a heck of a line. We got uh, you got Pacioretty, uh, Eichel, and Stevenson on the first line. And uh, I think everybody that went there hit their app. And I mean, it was unbelievable. Will Jack Eichel score a goal? Yes, you're wow. correct. And that became minus money. At the, I, it was. At the I, I I don't know how we closed it, but it was unbelievable. I mean, the so ticket, you are the not cheering for. You are not cheering for a Jack. The Eichel only to person score. in Las Vegas to cheer, to not cheer for Jack. <laughs> Derek Stevens. Yeah. I'm a house guy, but but I mean, at the same point, if everybody could win this, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be yeah, pretty cool. Of course. Aaron said it closed plus 170. On plus 170? Yeah. Is that, what the, is that the closing number? I mean, I know we opened it early, but the ticket count you was. Imagine how many people are sitting in the in T Mobile right now with a yes ticket. Every single person yeah. in that arena. Who would go there and pay, pay the right. price? Of, Bet the right. no. Yeah. Who would go and bet the no? <laughs> hey, honey. Hey, Wilma, do you want to go to the hockey yeah. game? Let's go bet the no on I got, I got tickets to the night game. Yeah, you know what? If Banksy was there, he might bet the no. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he might bet that the is no. true. Let us know. Shoot us a text, Banksy. Yeah, yeah you're still watching. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying the in-laws there. Um, so NCAA tournament right around the corner. We're three weeks away from Selection Sunday. By the way, you're just kind of, you know, getting back into the swing of things with college hoops. My guy, Jim Root, going to hang out. Final two hours of the show. Lots of college basketball, some mid-majors to watch. Uh, but for you guys, when it comes to stadium swim, is it is it going to be a similar situation to the Super Bowl where that Thursday, that Friday, that Saturday, look at Big Balls just rolling his eyes. What What is that weekend going to be like? Uh, for stadium swim, you know, we love Super Bowl. We love Super Bowl. And it's always one of the busiest weekends ever. I don't think, you know, especially with the weather, you know, and, you know, it's start of pool season, you know, even though we're open 365, you know. Right. It is, hands down, our busiest weekend. And we're pretty much already all sold out. And it, and it is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. 9 a.m. Every single game on the screen. We open, doors open at 8 a.m. You know, we're, we will, and there will be people sprinting for Chase Lounge's down in the, at lower level. People will be running for them. So something a lot of people may not know, we have a meeting at 5 p.m. every Friday. We call our casino host meeting. It's the one hour out of the entire week when, when everybody can come together because everyone works different schedules. So at our meeting just a couple hours ago, uh, Wilbo uh, announced, like, hey, yeah, we're sold out for Friday. We're, gonna, we're sold out for Saturday. Um, I got a couple spots on a.m. on Thursday, and we got Sunday a little bit and like the jaws dropped, and like now, and I'm thinking to myself, we've been talking about this. Yeah, this was the first October. time I mentioned. This. You know, well, since been, uh, basically the day that stadium, once you open, even when just the renderings were out there, I think every person in the United States of America said, "That's where I'm going for March Madness." I mean, they already are coming to Vegas, and now you've got that. Well, and not to mention that Thursday is is St. Patrick's Day. Oh, good lord! You know, and Fremont Street does an unbelievable job of promoting St. Patrick's Day. So it's going to be an absolute clinic of people coming down here. Who just scored? Who got that? It's, it's got to be Pacioretty. Oh. From Michael to Pacioretty. I just saw Bill. Bill AD's <laughs> head over there. He's got his finger up like, there's a goal. Oh. Yeah. I, I knew when, when uh, Big Balls announced it in the meeting today, you know, well, there's, there's, we got like, I don't know, what, 40 people in the room or something yeah. like that? Um, 
when Big Balls announced I'm thinking to myself, oh man, as soon as this meeting's over, I gotta get the hell out of here. I gotta get to the elevator. Because everybody's got, hey, hey, what about my guy? I got my I got I got I we, they, I already I've already been the last the hour I've been texting emails. about eight. I, I understand we're sold, but what about my guy? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, I, you're I gonna mean, be a very popular person. I know, very yeah. popular. It, that's what happens when it comes this time of year. Should I give out your cell phone number right now? On the please don't, <laughs> please don't reach out to Big Ball. He's got a Twitter account. Yeah. You know, you hit can, me up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll comp you people, guys. People do. People 100 do. And I love it. Yeah. What about uh, the weekend prior? Is that going to be busy at stadiums? You know what? I think I think what Vegas is doing is is great. I mean, with all these all these conference tournaments, five of them, five yeah, five conference tournaments, and then you go into March Madness, and then really what we're seeing, I think Las Vegas will become the preeminent place to go for Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight. We've already talked about how the booking window is, and you know, um, you know, with what Las Vegas events is doing, we're bidding on on getting um, the elite. Yeah. Uh, the the Sweet 16 right. Elite Eight uh, round here, and uh, I think I think the second weekend is going to turn into an incredible weekend in Las Vegas. Well, Sweet 16 that Thursday and Friday, it's it's not as overwhelming in your face as Thursday and Friday, and it's still pretty phenomenal. All right, one more segment with these gentlemen. Uh, Got to go back to Detroit. There was some uh, unfortunate. Unfortunate news yesterday. We'll talk to Derek about that and uh, some final thoughts. The nightcap here on Beast. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VSIN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com backslash madness to sign up today. That's how you do a read right there. <laughs> I'm talking about Derek Stevens, ladies and gentlemen. Big balls in the house. Yeah, we've been talking a lot of March Madness. Um, when it comes to the NFL draft, um, last year, I remember, sorry to bring up bad memories. Nicole and you walk in, and the word was bloodbath. Do you think, do you anticipate, with the draft being here, how much more handle on the draft this year than last year? Oh, it's going to explode. There's yeah. no question about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the I love the fact that the draft is in Las Vegas. It's crazy. Um, I mean, we were just talking about all the events. Guys. I like uh, I like the fact that we book it a little. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to book it much more. Um, on the bookmaking side, I personally think it's impossible to win. It is. I, I, uh, I've actually talked to Matt Metcalf. I know we got to do it, but uh, I have no expectations that he can hold. Um, it's just it's just not possible. There's too much information out there. Well, it's the only event, and we were talking to uh, Johnny Avello last night from DraftKings about it, and it's the only event where you guys don't have an edge, right? Every game, you can power rate a game. 
and you have your number and you're going to stick, you'll move obviously with some sharp action one way or the other, but you have a base. There is no every, your base is the same as our base. You know, we're just reading and everyone's doing the same thing. So yeah, it is, it, 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 there is no edge for the house. This is effectively insider trading. Pretty much. I mean, there's, there's no way to book. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, there's no SEC in gambling. You have to protect yourself at all times. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 tough. Uh, but I know everybody likes to likes to bet uh, um, the draft props. Uh, we have not yet had our discussion about what we're going to put out there, but we will we will try to protect ourselves as best we can. But uh, the draft prop volume will go through the roof this year. Yeah, and it's it's going to be an awesome event. I mean, you you've seen it in cities, Nashville. Uh, was out of control uh, however many years ago that was. Well, that's 2018, I think, 19, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I can only imagine. Where's it going to be? So here's the thing. Let me I'm, – I'm fortunate enough. I don't know how the hell, the hell this happened. When I got the call, I thought they, they must have called the wrong guy. But but I, I'm on, I'm actually on the NFL draft committee here Are you? in Vegas. And uh, I, I don't know how, how, how the hell that happened. But, anyway, I just showed up and, and we, we did it. I would say the one thing I think that's really cool um, that people ought to know – is the NFL is so focused on the draft, um, the events that will occur this year. Um, you know, they made the, they took this position about five years ago where they really wanted to grow the draft mm-hmm. and um, bring in entertainment and create these fan fests. The, um, I think we remember seeing what, what it was like in Philadelphia, what it was like in Chicago, uh, in Nashville. Um, this draft will be a party like oh. the NFL has never thrown before. The NFL, when I got to sit in the meeting with with uh, with all the NFL guys that came in, they were very adamant. They they were they were they they said you guys have to throw the biggest party in the history of the NFL draft. I mean, it was it was like a, the gauntlet was dropped. It was like, oh, here we go. Here so in I'm Vegas, just one of the guys on the board. That. I'm not the lead guy, but I'll tell you what, they uh, they took it to it. And this draft is gonna 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 take things to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. We've been working hard. Uh, you know how in the second round an alum always announces the uh, the pick. Well, we got a, We got an alum on this show, Sean King, alum of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we'll see if uh, hopefully we can pull some strings and make that happen. It's also alum of the Cardinals and like some other teams too, but mainly he's got options. Yeah, he's got options. Well, it's yeah. like Banksy trying to you know announce for an NHL draft team. Any team. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, when is the Frozen Four coming to Vegas? Because all these events, and I think it's been announced, I think it's way down the road, but I mean, think about this, right? We've got the Super Bowl coming. We just had the NHL All-Star Game. Uh, the the Pro Bowl. The draft is coming. Uh, we just looked it up. Next year, there's going to be the Sweet 16 and the Elite, Elite Eight here. Uh, the Vegas Bowl is taking it to another level. Uh, this upcoming year, it's going to be an SEC team that's coming uh, to play a Pac-12 team. And I think it'll be really neat uh, that the Frozen Four, whenever it is, it's like 25 or 26, something like that. It's coming here, which would be really cool. And people love the Frozen Four. Yeah. You know, neat... those, those, I mean, those college fans are awesome when it comes to, you know, collegiate hockey. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, North Dakota or whoever it is. Uh, those, those fans travel. And it, it'll be a great time regardless. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that will be a, a lot of fun. All right, and you have a chance. You have a chance to go see your beloved Notre Dame. Yeah, they're pretty without good. having to go yeah. out of, without having to go to town. That might be one of the biggest events in October. Here is is BYU Notre Dame playing. Oh in yeah, Vegas. how could I forget? Yeah, I, it's funny. Um, a beat reporter for Notre Dame put out, you know, just did like a a, a poll. It was like, where do you want to see Notre Dame play? I was like, Vegas, <laughs> because and there had been rumblings for a number of years that. Notre Dame and BYU would ultimately, there was one game left that was unfulfilled that they would eventually play here. And 
new stadium. This is the last year of independence for BYU. So just all the stars aligned. October 8th, already promoting it there. It's going to be, that's going to be a big weekend. Great weekend. Yeah. Great weekend. Um, you came into the studio last night and uh, just before the show, we were just, just chatting, just chatting. And um, I, I didn't realize. Like, okay. Uh, like, what did I do? Oh, before you started, I was like, uh-oh. Before I was the like, show, oh, God. Before the show started. Um, uh, unfortunate, uh, really unfortunate news. A, uh, a place near and dear to your heart, Oakland Mills. Anyone who saw. Oakland Hills. The, oh, Oakland Hills, excuse me. Oakland Hills, the country club uh, there in, uh, outside of Detroit. Uh, man, what a, uh, I mean, fortunately, no one was hurt in the, uh, in the blaze. But uh, to see that happen to a country club that's near and dear to your heart what six u.s opens three pga championships a Ryder cup um and and the clubhouse is uh, is no more it's no more yeah we got the letter from uh from uh from the team there and and uh was worded very nicely it said first off no one was hurt everyone's safe um fortunately they were able to save some of the history and memorabilia but but only a very small portion. And although our beloved um, clubhouse and locker room is now gone, it's like the membership that's kind of, it's the membership that really creates the club. So I was fortunate enough to get in a yeah. little over 20 years ago and uh, um, I've enjoyed it. And, and for all of us, it's the memories. I mean, it's probably the most historic, I would say it's probably the most historic structure in the state of Michigan. Um, you know, now the Tiger Stadium's gone. I mean, right. Tiger Stadium and Oakland Hills would be the two. And, uh, and you know, when Tiger Stadium went down, um, the, the emotion was outrage. Because, really? it was a, because it was a human decision. Mm. The emotion with Oakland Hills is just sadness. The, yeah. amount, of, the amount of memories there. Um, I mean, just pictures of, I mean, from Thomas Edison and Ben Hogue. I mean, just a, like unbelievable blend of business and family and, and, uh, and golf. So, uh so yeah, I know there's going to be a, there's going to be one heck of a fundraising event coming up. I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the past winners. So Jack won the Senior Open there. Uh, ben Hogan won the U.S. Open there. Arnold Palmer also. Won. Wow, the two Senior Opens were won by Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus. Not bad. <laughs> I used to sneak on that course <laughs> growing up in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And you went to the U.S. Open, or did you just party and then? No, I, went, <laughs> I went to the Ryder Cup. I went to the Ryder Cup, right? Well, it was 2004, so I don't know if you were in big balls party mode at, uh, at not, that point. Not at that point. Not at no, that point. No, it started uh, a couple years after. In, in not Europe. many, but a couple. Um, what else did I want to hit on with you guys um, before we before we? Like, can I ask up? a question? Did your, did, when, when uh, remember the weekend you were gone, your brother, did she say yes? Yes, yeah. So you know, you know the yeah. whole story. Like I come yeah. in here, Aaron, well, I thought you Banks, were getting engaged. Everybody's like, "Oh, no. good balls again." No, no. I like, go, who's the lady? From the original Wobo is his brother. Yeah. yeah, the original Wobo, older Wobo. Here's the final thing I wanted to bring up to you. And today, uh, <laughs> the morons in my favorite sport in the world decided, "Yeah, let's keep the playoff at four. Um, the original proposal that was out there over the summer was, I thought, tremendous. It was going to be 12 teams. It was going to be games on home fields in late December and then four games on New Year's Day and then you, know, you work your way down. If that comes to fruition, we only have about you know 40 seconds. Imagine that because late December is kind of a slow time here. Imagine December 20th, guys. Four 
quarterfinal games at some of the biggest venues in all of sports. Like this year, we would have had Georgia hosting a game, Notre Dame hosting a game. It would have been all day. And that would have been, I mean, that's going to be huge. So get it done. College football, just throwing that out there. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we see the ratings. We see how much people love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Get it done. All right. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Enjoy the evening. Tell Banksy to stop watching us and go talk to his future in-laws. That's Wilbo, Eric Stevens. I'm Tim Murray. We will have a lot of college basketball talk coming up top of the hour when Jim Root joins us in studio. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. You know, I was uh, I couldn't be by myself, uh, so I said, Jim, you got to start early. Bring him in for the final segment. Jim Root, three-man weave, at Second Chance Points on Twitter. He is uh, in the house for the remainder of the show. Welcome in, Mr. Mr. Root. Good to be here. Uh, the comfort of the studio. I yeah. Feel like I'm settling back in. And yeah, we, we did some shows last year, and you know, you came on the most fruitful college basketball night of all time. Yeah. Uh, where what a slate. What a slate, <laughs> man. I mean, when I think of a big time college basketball slate, I immediately think Maryland, Nebraska is your premier showdown. Oh yeah, and Oakland Wright State on ESPN two, the Deuce. <laughs> Come on. Hey. For uh, for the Horizon League, uh, they're, they're, I'm sure they're happy uh, about it. So 
Uh, yeah, we got a lot to get to. Uh, we got some fun segments plans uh, that, that we're going to throw your way and uh, and just kind of bounce around, you know, because I'm, I'm sure you're feeling it this way. I mean, for you, uh, and for, by the way, check out Three Man Weave, check out the website, uh, the, the Twitter handle. Um, you guys do a phenomenal job all throughout the season. But now I got to imagine, Jim, is when attention really ramps up, you know, the, the interest on your website, I'm sure goes, you know, through the roof, you know, people are like, okay, now it's time to bet on basketball, which is silly because really early on in the season is probably when you can make the most money. Absolutely. I, it was funny because like the morning after the Super Bowl had like four or five DMs, like, can you come on a radio show in Wyoming? <laughs> I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah it's game time. The, the Cowboys want to hear about college hoops. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so once again, the Twitter handle at 3MW underscore CBB. That's the, uh, the triumvirate there, uh, Kai, Matt, and uh, and yourself uh, at Second Chance Points there uh, on uh, on Twitter. So um, you know, while we're here and just taking a look uh, at some of the uh, the games of the day, and once again, it was a, it was a rather light slate. I saw you tweeting about a couple of them. Um, not a lot of these teams are gonna you know make any noise, uh, but let's start with the earliest game of the day. It was in. Uh, it was in uh, Jamaica, Queens. St. John's uh, runs away from Butler. Good call by me, huh? Closing line value, though. Got that nine. Went down to seven and a half. Good job, Butler. Uh, but St. John's, you know, earlier in the week, obliterated Xavier. Now, maybe it's more of an indictment on where Xavier is, uh, even though if you ask my co-host, Sean King, everyone sucks in the Big East. Uh, just because he's, he's got a default to that. Yeah. If, if Villanova can beat him, they must suck. I know that that's kind of his go-to. The, he goes, the only team I, I might be good is Marquette. I'm like, yeah, cause they swept Villanova. <laughs> that, that's basically yep. his go-to um, St. John's at, right now. Do they have to win the big East tournament? Where are they? Because going on me, cause I wrote up the big East for VEASAN's basketball preview feels like a million years ago. And we talked about it and I was like, man, you know, Posh Alexander, Champagny, like, I feel like this team could go to the garden and, and win the, the big East tournament. They've had some downs, but are, are they hitting their stride a little bit here? Yeah. That's the, the positive they need to take from this. Cause I think you're right. They need to win the big East tournament that they haven't established any sort of an at-large profile at this point. And that's a disappointment coming into the year. I also wrote our Big East preview for our site, and I put them sixth, and I caught a lot of flack. Big East fans, and, and from too and low St. or too high, too low. Oh, St. John's fans were like, "How dare you put us sixth? So we, you were, you were like, "Yeah, where you at now?" That's what I'm doing right yeah. now. Yeah. A little bit right here on air, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the, the Posh Alexander Champagne twosome was very appealing, but it was a lot of kind of jumbled parts from transfers around them. They've had some injuries. Posh had missed some games. And Champagne was really quiet for a while, but he was unbelievable tonight. That has got to be so encouraging for them. I think he had 33, seven and seven steals, Whew. which is a stat line that hasn't been done in 10 years. So really, really impressive game for him as they start to crescendo towards Madison square garden. Like you said, that's the kind of team that's going to try to find some magic over the, the course of a couple of days. And they seem like they're capable because they have top end talent. That that's the key. Earlier this week, we had a former George Mason coach on, uh, Dave Paulson, and uh, he's, you know, was in the A-10 last year and has covered it quite a bit this year. And I would say for the most part, the A-10 has been uh, a bit of a disappointment. You know, Davidson had their run and I've taken a couple of losses. Uh, St. Bonaventure obviously has has been a real disappointment based on preseason expectations. But tonight, you know, I bet VCU at home against Davidson and, and Sean was 
laughing at me because that was a game in which Davidson just went off and was hitting. But then they went to Davidson and beat them. You know, right now, VCU, after their win tonight, uh, 20-point win over Richmond. They've swept their, you know, in-city rival. Uh, they are a top-five team in defensive efficiency. Their offense may drive you crazy when you watch it. I'm like, what are they running? Are you running anything? But when you look at this VCU team, took some ugly losses, you know, a, you know, a loss to Wagner, the loss to Chattanooga doesn't look too bad. At-large hopes, or are they more or less got to win it all? I kind of think so. Yeah. They, they have some sneaky at-large hopes. I believe they're now 5-4 uh, and four against Q2, 2-2 two and two against Q1. So they got that 7-6 and six above 500 record against the top two quadrants. Only one Q3 loss. And you can really, like, slice them pre-Ace Baldwin and post-Ace Baldwin. The first seven games of the year, they went 3-4 and four without him against a really tough schedule, admittedly. Mm -hmm. Their Q3 loss was without Ace Baldwin. And now he's in the lineup. They've won, what is it, 14 of, of 17 games with him. That changes the team. It gives him a little bit of offensive juice. I believe they're shooting 48% from the field in games he plays, 41 when he doesn't. Like, that is a stark, stark difference. So if the committee wants to look at that and say, hey, this team challenged themselves in the non-con, they took a bad loss without Baldwin, but they have picked up some big wins. I could see them getting in at large. So, fun fact, I think you know this. Uh, I'm always pulling for VCU. Because their head coach is the only active Division One head coach, I'm pretty confident in saying this, that has once upon a time had to write a scouting report on me. That, that, is, that is a fact. I don't I'm sure know. he has it saved I'm, somewhere. I'm sure it was a sentence that said, <laughs> bench, backup center, doesn't really do anything. Uh, but let, yes. Let him shoot. Yes. Been listed. <laughs> Mike Rhodes, uh, the head coach of VCU, did coach against my college. Uh, and they, shockingly, they beat our college. Uh, they did pretty well, Randolph Macon College, but uh, had to throw that in there. But yeah, they're—I mean—they've won five in a row now, and and uh, and they've got a couple uh, opportunities down the road. I mean, that St. Bonaventure game is crazy as it sounds. It's a home game, so it's going to be quad two now. Uh, but uh, you know, at at St. Louis, uh, quad one, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. All right. So just uh, because top of the hour, by the way, we're not going to just be going into the minutia. Of, uh, of the top of the hour, we're hitting on the big boys. Uh, I didn't want to kind of slowly get into it, so I just wanted to kind of recap the the day. Any other big takeaways from the day? I know a lot of people, um, I was listening to you guys, uh, the three-man weave, talk about Kent State and Ohio uh, as a game to watch. Uh, by the way, uh, Jim's best bet of the day was in that VCU game, over. Good win there. My man. It, say, it wasn't, wasn't how I drew it up. I didn't Doesn't matter. Richmond to be sub 55, but that's okay. Doesn't yeah. matter. And it closed 133 and a half and it hit 134. It's all that matters. Yeah, every number. That's Does not matter. <laughs> um, but any other, you know, interesting takeaways from the day? Because once again, very light slate. Tomorrow's slate is loaded, especially early in the day. I mean, by the way, if you are here on, on in the Pacific time zone, and uh, I was just looking at it because uh, my wife and son are going out of town. Um, uh, Illinois, Michigan State, Xavier, UConn, Texas, Texas Tech, Alabama, and Kentucky. Those games all happen in with an hour, uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific. Find a couch is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Find a bar, whatever you want. To. And, of course, Notre Dame, Wake Forest. I mean, of, of course. I mean, huge game there. That's big for the ACC title. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. My Irish are uh, a six-point underdog. Uh, I, I, to, to answer your question on tonight, though, yeah. I, I do think that Ohio game is worth mentioning because that's a team that won a tournament game last year. Yep. They beat Virginia in the first round. They lost a, a pro to the NBA draft, Jason Preston. But they've been leading the MAC all season this year, and they, they shot two for 25 in the first half. They, they shot 8% from the field. That is hard to do. <laughs> they got clobbered by Kent State, who is playing the best of anybody in that conference. They just beat Toledo, the other top squad in the, in the conference. So 
that is one conference tournament that is going to be interesting because you have the two top dogs in Ohio and Toledo, but they both just lost to the team that's playing the best. So really, how does that sort out once we get to March? Yeah, one thing is funny. We've been doing a segment uh, throughout the past couple of nights, Jim, looking at the biggest dogs to come home. You know, it was, you know, whether it's the NHL, the NBA, or college basketball, and almost nightly, the MAC provides a, you know, plus 500 underdog that comes home. <laughs> so this wasn't a situation. Kent State was actually a slight favorite against Ohio. But, yeah, the MAC has been crazy. And the MAC is one of those conferences that drives me nuts because you work so hard, you get the number one seed, and then you go to Cleveland and play in front of nobody. Neutral court. Yeah, hate there's, it. there's no edge. To it, that. It, when you're a one-bid league, this is a, a soapbox I've been on. If you're a one-bid league, go to somewhere where it's – advantageous to the number one seed. Yeah, or or you have to set up the format like the WCC does where they put Gonzaga in the semis. Yep. You have you want your best team in the yes. tournament because you're going to the the payout. You get you get payout if you win. So why do you want a 10 seed from your league going to lose in the 16 seed? Also the biggest takeaway clearly that Aaron Oster's Maryland Terrapins up 20 back at Pinnacle Bank, man. It's hard to win there. It's the nightcap here on Visa. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 